0: Lisa K, 10 to noon on KTOE.
1: Back on KTOE. It's Middays with Lisa K. How are you? I do want to mention, I got a call from my friend, Scotty Nelson, and the Maverick women's hockey team is doing a diaper drive. So if you happen to be grabbing some tickets, which are those, uh, the Maverick women, fun games to watch. Go check that out this weekend. If you are going or have tickets to go already, the diaper drive is to support... Kata House. So Kata is looking for some diapers to restock their shelves and if you want to bring diapers to the game, they'll have a drop box for you this weekend. So there you go. Maverick Women's Hockey doing a diaper drive with our friends at CADA. Paul Peterson, District 77 superintendent strolls into the building. Ah, How are you, Paul?
0: I am great, Lisa. It's good to see you again and um, happy middle of January with a little cold and just a skiff of snow.
1: It was weird going back. I always feel after the holiday, you know, we have three days, four days here, we're off a week, four days, and then that first full week back, I have trouble adjusting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, weather-wise, I am getting so like I'm such a baby. So we've had such a mild winter, right? Right. It's just been one week after another where we're just living on borrowed time. So it gets cold. What for? What has it been a week? Like a
1: hot second, yeah. right? Yeah. And all
0: of a sudden, I whiny. Yeah, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm this, I'm so done with this. And then, <laughs> I then check myself, like, wait a wait I know. a minute. So
1: we deserve this, or, or probably a lot worse. And this good news, though, by next Monday, ne- next week should be in the 30s.
0: Yeah. Well, so. so I work, I work with a lot of people who are, are kind of itching to get out on the ice, for, right, ice right. for ice fishing. Yeah, and so they've been pretty, pretty pumped the last.
1: Yeah, because it's good week. ice. May I've talked to the DNR about like what we have to look for for ice yeah. being safe on the ice and when mm-hmm. not to go out and all of that, uh, ice safety. When I was having that whole ice conversation. There was no ice down here yeah. in southern Minnesota. So we were it, mm-hmm. just in case it happens to freeze. This is what. And I think even some of those kids that are participating, the Anthony Ford Pond Hockey Tournament has moved inside. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, skiers. I talked to somebody who's, who's got kids in skiing. I mean, that's tough when you got to go and they got to make the snow.
0: That's right. Well, thankfully, we got a little bit. And of course, they're making it at yep. Mount Keto. We've got the big climb and slide event.
1: Yeah. Climating kids.
0: Climb, yep. Are this, you going to be there? I am. We're sliding. Um, oh, you're
1: climbing, too, then. Cli- <laughs> I'm going to be I there. So.
0: so I've I've tried to get a little intel on just how competitive
1: this is. It's competitive. God. Yeah. They said somebody was sliding down, what was it, I think, last year in a gigantic unicorn, oh. like one of those big unicorn things <laughs> that you could get at Sam's Club and mm-hmm. blow it up. And it is so pretty funny.
0: So it's going to be fun at... Our, I mean we've we've raised a good chunk of money. What's and your,
1: is a team from school or what's going on? We
0: have, we have teams actually across the district. So many of our schools, elementary, middle and high schools have Teams themselves, mm-hmm. and then we have a district team um, that uh, with board members and district leaders uh, that are pulled together. And so it'll be my first. I, I got about two or three questions into somebody asking about this event, and they're like,
1: "You haven't done it yet." S- yeah, right? they're
0: like, "Settle down, it'll be fine."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: they also have a sauna this year. That's new. Oh, they've got the, like the 507 sauna. People are coming out. Okay, so there's going to be a sauna. Charlie and I'll be out there. I think 9:30 in the morning is when we're showing up. It'll so. be cold. It'll be cold. We'll be okay. We'll be fine. Don't be whiny. No, I uh. Right?
0: I know. We got yeah. this. We got this. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I love coming on and talking about
1: schools and our school district and what's going on with our kids. Well, I want to well, usually start with what's going on with my kids. Yeah, my yeah. children are like, this is a public airing of our stuff, mother. Can you <laughs> stop? What's going on? Mm-hmm. We were. I was, uh, what's going on with my kids in school? I got a text the other day from school that my son, who's a senior, Mm. was not in his first-hour class.
0: Whoa, first-hour.
1: Yeah, first-hour class. So my brain goes to, that kid overslept. How did his sister get to school? Is she in school? What's going on? I don't (laughs) understand. And I just waited a little bit because I was on the air and uh, later got a phone call. Mm -hmm. And I was also, like, in the middle of some production work, so I didn't get a chance to answer the phone call, but the attendance office called. And (laughs) I do what I do. I text my husband. Your kid (laughs) (laughs) apparently wasn't in first hour today. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a response because he was working. So later on, I mean, I ran into the child at home, said child, and I, I said, apparently you weren't in first hour today. And he looked at me and he goes, no, I was there. I said, "Okay, go. Just take care of it. Yeah. Like, go to school and tell them that you were there." Because I'm not. He's like, "You didn't call. I'm not calling."
0: No, no, that's a great, good, great, great uh, opportunity for him to. I mean, I'm then thinking,
1: I felt like parent of the year. I should have called and cleaned that up, right? No, like, no, I think. Yeah, well, you said he's a
0: senior. He's a senior. Oh my god, he's fully he is fully able to march into that office or talk with that teacher. I mean, imagine the. Te- I mean, we've got teachers who see one hundred fifty kids a day. They're taking attendance. They're getting their lessons going. You know, it's like maybe a click of a button. It's like, oh.
1: I miss that kid. Yeah. Plus that I, kid that I'm talking about doesn't speak to yeah, people. Like I, he just has no interest in speaking. Yeah, to me, so. You know,
0: I clicked here. I should have clicked there. That's an easy cleanup, and uh, I'm sure he handled that just beautifully. Do you
1: want to know what? I didn't even check to see if he, had, <laughs> he handled it. <laughs> I hope he handled it.
0: You know, school. Yeah, school is about the academics and the social stuff, but it's also just about like learning the ways of like sometimes. You, sometimes you got to go clean stuff up. Yep. That you didn't create. Like that oh, you,
1: yeah. Somebody missed you. Missed this one. Go mark yourself there,
0: yep. and then good. and then move on. Like next, next battle or next, next right. next situation.
1: My <laughs> daughter, on the other hand, eighth grader, Prairie Winds, um, who also loves when I talk about her. Not mm-hmm. she's at that. I mean, she can barely. She still hangs out with me. We're, yeah. We haven't hit the part where I'm super embarrassing yet. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Um, but she's been taking this. They call it FACS. Is it? Yep. Yeah. What does that stand for?
0: Family Consumer Science.
1: Okay. I I'm like Homack. Yep. For me. That's it right. Was, yep, Homack. Hey, it she was, it was Homack. She was in Homack and she came uh, she's sending me pictures of her making the food that they're making uh, right now. And I, she oh. ended up on the on the district website. Somebody took a photo of her. And yeah,
0: yeah, there's a lot of, we, we've really ramped up that social media aspect of just communicating the good stuff happening in our school. So so she was on there.
1: Yeah, she was on there. Somebody actually tagged me in the photo. They are like, oh, I recognize this one.
0: <laughs> what, um, what were they making?
1: They had made some kind of cake in a cup or something like that. Um, so that's what they were learning how to do. Cake and in a cup. That just sounds like Sugar Nation right there. <laughs> I love it. I but, love the teacher. Like, give them the sugar. Send them to the next class. Yeah. That's all fine. But, the best uh, class ever. She made, it was funny because she made, um, she, she came home and said, I made egg rolls, uh, egg roll in a bowl or something like that. Oh, and yeah. And I said, oh, well, you know, how was that? Knowing that we live with Asian grandma who makes <laughs> egg rolls on the regular. She just had this look on her face and I said, not good. She goes, mm. She goes, I must have had this look on my face because the teacher was like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, mm. Got a Korean grandma at home that yeah. does egg mm, <laughs> Not great. Not the
0: Minnesota <laughs> egg roll. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, well, you got to understand. There's a lot of, you know, kids in the class yeah. that maybe aren't used to that. So she's like zero spices. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but it was fine. Good. Know? So they're learning a lot. Um, I yeah.
0: was just right before I got here. I was out of Prairie Winds. I uh, was talking with the principal Jason Grove when we were touring the school and. Talking about uh, the the end of the semester and kind of the sixth, seventh, eighth grade experience. Out, it's such a, I mean, it's a beautiful school. But Jason has done tremendous work in that culture there of kids in and out of classes. Um, The feeling tone or the, the the culture and climate of that school is. Just top shelf. It's 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 just a fantastic environment.
1: One of my favorite uh, things to listen to Maya talk about is the um, custodian at the school. Oh. I forget his name. She knows him by name, yeah. but she she says like, oh, he comes to the lunch table and talks to us all the time, and yeah. and I remember I'm like, oh. Oh, I, and that brought me back to Carl, the custodian <laughs> at Glen Lake Elementary in Minnetonka. Like, I remember. It
0: you, really is amazing this? when you think about, especially in a middle school, high school as well, but middle school, when you think about 6th, 7th, and 8th graders and the fact that there's about a 1,000 people out there mm-hmm. and every 40-some minutes, every 47 minutes, um, classes dismiss, and then there's this three minutes of, like, where everything is swirling. Chaos, Right. right? And our assistant principal, Chelsea Anderson Ball, talked to our board about this a few months ago. She said, and it is kind of an amazing feat that within three minutes, all these children have now found their next space. And within five minutes, the hallways are absolutely um, empty. Jason and I walked through that school and you could have fired a cannon. I mean, there was nobody out there. Everybody was (laughs) engaged in their learning experiences. And for adults, that's challenging enough. But for kids...
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's it, follow the bell. It's a great school. Follow the bell. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Uh, anyways, that's what's going on with my children lately.
0: Well, good, <laughs> so, good.
1: Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent, on Talk of the Town this hour. We're going to be hanging out, talking a little bit, and i got to ask you some tough questions, too. That's Because there's something in the newspaper this morning that people are reading, and we don't want to not address it, right? So we'll talk about that in just a bit. Stick around. It's Lisa Kay, Talk of the Town here on KTOE. Thanks for listening. Back on Talk of the Town, Lisa Kay here on your middays, KTOE, and Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent is joining me for this ten o'clock hour here on a finally Friday. Are you glad it's Friday? This is the, you said this was the last day of the of the last semester? day of the
0: semester. Yeah, quarter two wraps up today. There's a grading day on Monday for teachers, and then third third quarter starts next Tuesday. So
1: my kids don't have school on Monday.
0: That is correct.
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. I'm
1: telling that, you, mother of the year. You grow up in my house. You have to be. You have to have some form of independence mm-hmm. because once you get past a certain age, I forget about your schedule. Yeah.
0: And that's on you. Again, they can do that. They can absolutely. You're, you're building independent thinkers. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> people, and that's just part of it.
1: Thank you for uh, enabling my lack of awareness of what's going on um, I always tell my kids, I'm like, you got. Uh, I'll give you a loose rein until I see something wrong, and then I'm going to pull the strings. Yeah. Right? So uh, let's talk a little bit about the newspaper, uh, the incident that happened, the basketball team. Sure. I don't know if people saw this, but um, the was it the East basketball team that was playing in New Ulm?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was an unfortunate situation over at New Ulm High School this past Tuesday with our girls' basketball team. Um, there were a few fans that uh, were... Not 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 just uh, you know encouraging their team to to, to victory, but um, what was reported to us and what ultimately led to a few of their students being ejected from the game. Some homophobic players
1: were ejected. Players? Oh no no no! I'm oh. sorry,
0: no fans.
1: Fans ejected. Okay.
0: Um, some homophobic slurs pointed towards one of our players. Oh, okay. And so that, that's that been um, a lot for our coach and our team and our activities director and the principal to be working on this week mm-hmm. to make sure that uh, our team knows that they're supported and loved and, and included in all aspects of the school experience, but really unfortunate and um, something that obviously um, unacceptable from, from our perspective.
1: What do you do as a superintendent there? Do you just manage your own house or do you have conversations with... The folks in New Ulm? Yeah, how does that, I mean, how does that go forward?
0: Yeah, it's it, all all of that. I mean, first and foremost, we are um, most committed to and concerned with the experience of our kids. Mm-hmm. And so, um, while you know, there's a lot of disappointment, and anger, and, and emotion that comes that you know can be directed to the other school or or whatever, we need to make sure that we're doing what we can control, okay. and that is making sure that our girls are supported. They have an opportunity to process with trusted people on our staff about, um, uh, you know, the situation. But, of course, our activities director, you know, connects with their team, the principals. Um, I'm hoping to have a conversation with their superintendent here at some point um, just to to make sure that um, we're um, all on the same page when it comes to the expectations of our kids. And, and um, it's, again, it's, it's unfortunate. We uh, here in Mankato are, and and we fall short, but you know, we are trying really hard to, to, to create inclusive experiences for all of our kids. Right. And when, when out, when, when that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a real disappointment.
1: And so I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it wasn't like a team-to-team type thing yeah. um, because there's a l- little less control that a coach has over what's going on in the stands and the fans. Right. Uh, but then again, that begs the question, whose responsibility is that mm-hmm. then? Because when we go—somebody mentioned this to me the other day that they were at uh, a Mavericks game and they the, they both were uncomfortable with the level of Maverick fans that were—the the fan culture. Oh, yeah. Um, and I understood that, yeah. but, you know, it's hockey. Sure. It, it gets like that, but it makes some people uncomfortable.
0: Well, when you, I mean, you start at the top with professional, you know, and sports right. are so emotive and there's the the, the competitiveness and the, the sports juice that goes into all of that just... It sometimes seems uncontrollable, but at the professional level, I mean, there was just a high-profile pro basketball game where the crowd was booing mm-hmm. um, a, a deceased owner. You know, I mean, and, and and his wife was there, and I mean, just really, really rough stuff. And you see it at the college game, and you know, some of that stuff seeps into high schools, and that that doesn't mean that you're looking for a, a sterile environment for sports. That's kind of that's kind of a fun aspect of it, you know, right. kind of getting hyped right. up, but when you when you're when you're targeting kids um gender sexuality um uh, any race yeah that that, can we not beyond
1: can can we um, we not (laughs) and
0: we need to think about that not just within our school systems but really community right and it's it's a it's a reflection of the values that we have hold as a community. And so it's important, I think, as a system that when when those things happen, we don't just tell our girls, well, you're just going to have to live with that. Like you know? That's the way it is. Yeah we, yeah. we need to, firm you know, firmly say that that's unacceptable. And um, we we will make sure we're doing everything that we can within our sphere of influence mm-hmm. to um, see that that doesn't happen and that our cultures at our games, in our classrooms, in our mm-hmm. school district. Um, it's not allowed.
1: So we remind our fans when we go that, you know, that's what's expected of you. And our
0: coaches and ADs, both at East and West, they do a tremendous job at that. Not that that sometimes things don't happen. Right. But I tell you, we have site supervisors that are on that, on the spot. Mm -hmm. And they address it. And sometimes fans don't, you know, don't like being held to those standards. Correct. And that's just the way it's going to be.
1: (laughs) I've seen plenty of parents get kicked out of a hockey game for, yeah. (laughs) It's almost kind of comical. That's right. Paul Peterson in District 77 Superintendent KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay. Lisa Kay, 10 to noon on KTOE. Thanks for hanging out with Paul Peterson and I. Uh, Paul's a District 77 Superintendent. And we're talking a little bit off air about, um, oh my gosh, I think that you handle being a superintendent. Much different than I remember my superintendent from my school years, um, and and I think that it's interesting to find like our superintendent. I remember his name. I remember what he looked like. I mm-hmm. don't ever remember seeing him. You were telling me that you like to spend the getting out of school portion of the day watching the elementary school <laughs> kids come out.
0: Yeah, come you either coming to school or leaving school. You know, the pickup drop off time is is a great chance, you know, because it's...
1: What do you do, just stand in the background and just watch, just okay. hang out?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it, in the morning... Do mor- they know you? In the mornings, I mean, it's, in a in a system of our size, I mean, you're, you're trying to get to, you know, a bunch of places, and, and, but the the most important part for me, I mean, do they know me? No, they don't know who I'm. So and, and, like and, that, and there's the creeper no, over there. No, but you I <laughs> know, it's, so, you know, and you've stand out front and good morning good morning and yeah and yeah most most of the times they're looking at you like hi like who like, are you yeah whose dad is that
1: <laughs> like why why are you here yeah
0: but it, it's a great kid fix and it you know reminds you of why you do what you do and um, so yeah it's it's fun, I don't fun ever d-
1: remember my superintendent like coming and watching us get on or off the bus or even like mm-hmm. you'd only talk to the superintendent I guess if you were super in trouble right?
0: <laughs> Well, it's a good time to not, <laughs> not only see the kids, but check in with our principals and staff. And um, we have the, the, it's the on the ground folks. I mean, teachers, principals, paraprofessionals, cooks, custodians, secretary. I mean, they are in, they are in it all the time for kids. And it just, it's a great reminder for me when I'm, when I have the opportunity to be in the system. And that's always the challenge of the superintendency is the time that you spend in the system. Mm-hmm. And then the time that you're spending... Out of the system, working in community to promote and espouse the values of public education, and fight at the legislature, and make sure that the community understands what you're doing and the why. So that's the balance right. in and out. Um,
1: Is every superintendent a former educator, teacher? I mean, what are there people that just go to be in administration, and that's um,
0: you know, there there are superintendents who maybe have had al- alternative pathways. I mean, maybe. They didn't spend um, time in the classroom, but maybe they were a business manager, yeah, you know, or okay. maybe they worked in HR and then um, went out to get their superintendent license. Um, but by and large, most superintendents um, got their career started, you know, as teachers and teachers and coaches and advisors, and then um, looked at the, some school level leadership, maybe as principals or assistant principals or deans, and then directors and coordinators and and uh, just kept looking at how you can make a uh, an impact at a systems level and so most of, most uh, men and women in Minnesota who have superintendents have spent quite a bit of time in mm-hmm. public education and uh, it makes for a, i think a, per, a a I think there there's a some perspective there that's important to remember
1: Right, um, right. And that you've done it before yeah. and you know you know when people... Yeah, and I you, was there. And
0: hopefully you always remember just how incredibly difficult the, the day-to-day classroom and school environment, the challenging of, you know, learning is not a linear path for mm-hmm. a lot of kids. And that takes a, a whole lot of thought. And we're really fortunate here in Mankato to have public educators who show up every day and they are all in for kids right yeah.
1: now you talk about the the part of your job that takes you out of the schools and I know we've got some facilities projects to talk about mm. uh, legislative session is gonna start here <laughs> yeah
0: it's coming up I mean it's, they're, they they uh, they're starting a little later this year because it's a bonding year last year was huge because for for public schools because it was a funding year right but 2024 is a bonding year we what does that
1: mean to the layperson
0: well for for the layperson, the bonding and I saw that the governor came out with his bonding list of mm-hmm. um, facility projects that they'd like to see happen across the state for municipalities and higher education, public schools K twelve doesn't really get involved in the bonding process. For us, the legislative um, work happening this year is really about policy okay. and language. Okay. Um, we we took our swing at the ball last year when it came to funding, mm-hmm. and I mean no no doubt about it. Um, the governor and the legislature came through big time for public schools last year. Right. And, and now there's just some language cleanup, some language reform that we're hoping that um, we can advocate for. Um, and, yeah, that gets started next month. And Does
1: that have anything to do with when you're talking language reform? Um, we had talked before about, like, getting the SROs back in school, and there was language in certain Absolutely. so it's things like that.
0: Things like that, yep. Cleaning Th- that up. Cleaning up, um, clarify. There was a lot that happened last legislative session. There was just the, the volume of statutes that were signed into law, or, yeah, yeah, bills signed into law. And so now it's just a matter of interpretation, making sure that, what the vision was uh, on the ground level at, for example, in school districts. Um, we've got the resources to pull it off mm-hmm. and we're, we're being consistent with what the um, expectations are. So we'll, we'll be working with, we have very, we're really fortunate here. We have elected leaders that are super engaged with us um, we'll have a legislative roundtable with them uh, in early February, right before they go up to the Capitol. Okay. We've been working on our legislative platform. And um, yeah, so that's that's a big um, element of the work that our team will be doing, along with continuing to move forward with our referendum projects.
1: All right. So let's talk about some of those, because some of those are like dealing with some of the facilities that we have that are going to be updated and yeah. changed around.
0: Yeah. You know, the, the referendum campaign that, you know, culminated on November 7th with the the successful passage of the referendum that's just one step and so now over the last several months it's been about the bonds and the selling of the bonds and getting the projects out for bid we've seen a great response from contractors um, and many of our projects are coming in under bid and we're gonna you know we have quite a few of our projects that are considered shovel ready so as soon as we hit April We'll be starting work on some of uh, the big ones. As
1: soon as we unfreeze. Yeah,
0: that's right. right. So that's been exciting. And, you know, getting people um, information about how their school might be impacted. I mean, we had a lot of work going on at Dakota Meadows. West won't start for another year. That's but we big. have a lot of design work yeah. to do there. But that's going to be a logistical um, puzzle mm-hmm. because of where the work's going to happen and how it might affect traffic flow and a movement within the building. But all really great challenges to have. Um, yeah. That's that's fun. And our, our board has been really pleased with the financial um, guidance that they've been getting from our consultants. And and again, the numbers look really good. We're not in a situation where we're thinking, oh my gosh, we, we asked for 105, 105 million, but that's not going to cut it. We're feeling really good about uh, being able to deliver to the taxpayers for what we said we were going to do.
1: Perfect. Hey, when we come back, just a couple minutes left with Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent. Uh, I've got some discipline data for the for the district. We want to talk a little bit about that hey, great. at the top of the hour here. so Back on KTOE, Middays with Lisa Kay. Thanks for hanging out with me. Paul Peterson, District 77 Superintendent, joining uh, once again. Got about three minutes left or so mm. before the top of the hour, Paul. Discipline data that's come out for the district. Yeah. You're saying it's looking good. It,
0: it really is. We pulled data every week and month um, just on how our kids are doing how they, are they are they doing things the right way are we providing the right levels of support so when um, you know maybe kids aren't feeling their best that you know or making some poor decisions we were there to support them um, our team has really been excited about so we're at the end of the semester we're halfway through the school year and when you look at behaviors that typically lead to suspensions um, the behavior data in our schools is um, just really Have has moved now two years in a row in a really positive direction. Okay. Um, So sometimes we really focus on well, suspension rates are low, which they are. But people say, well, you're just not suspending. You're just not doing. You're not suspending suspending anybody. Well, no. So then let's look. Then you go back and say, okay, what are the behaviors that typically lead to suspension? And those behaviors are just lower, um, which points to the work. Most behavior issues are handled are handled at the classroom level with highly Highly professional teachers who are able to work with kids through any sort of instance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, unfortunately, this year we had a couple higher profile. Yes, like,
1: I know people out there fights. going, "What about that? Yeah, fight, what about those that?
0: fights? Yep, mm-hmm. you're right. Yep. Those we had two fights at one of our high schools. Not good, and it involved. Um, I saw video. A, you know, a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> those the the kids that were involved in uh, those fights. Um, you know, we we find all. Alternative uh, places for them to um, find success, mm-hmm. but the reality is is that those are rare instances. Mm-hmm. And um, again, we we follow our data to tell us what sort of shifts do we need to to be making to make a positive difference for kids. And um, yeah, there's there's always work to do in that area, but um, those numbers um, really point to the success our principals and teachers and support staff are having with our kids.
1: Continued success coming up. we got 45 seconds left. Tell me about the school calendars. They're coming up.
0: Yeah, they are. People are itching to see what the 24, 25, and then 25, 26 school years our board is going to take action next Tuesday night. No massive changes. You know, both calendars have schools start day after Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the goal is always to get out that first week in June. So both of them have that.